going on, people? This is live after hours in the man cave with your host Terry Wiggs. There you go, host Mark Kane. Go, host Mark Kane. Man, first and foremost, man, Game Seven, San Antonio Spurs, Denver Nuggets. I told you, Mark. <laughs> I said the Spurs is in trouble before this series even started because I knew what LaMarcus Aldridge brings to the table. He's going to give you glimpses where he's going to give you a 24-point game and go along with 12 rebounds. He's going to follow that up with a, with a loss. I just feel like for him to be a big man, to have a presence in the NBA game, a guy who can dominate in the paint, who can get a shot that week, I didn't feel like he put his full talent on display. For, no, for his really team like to go over the hump. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge can pay all this much, much money, and he's not showing up in the big games. I mean, I know he's not Tim Duncan, but the guy is a bucket. Why is he not playing with that same, that same intensity like he was in Portland? LaMarcus Aldridge, since he's been in San Antonio, been coming up short every since then. I mean, he's getting out played by a guy that's a little bit slower than him, Jokic. And I know he's a center, but a bit of times where he's out there guarding him. And Jokic was getting the best of LaMarcus Aldridge this whole series. He really has. I mean, uh, like you said, it's like it's a night and day difference between LaMarcus Aldridge uh, and San Antonio on the playoffs. Versus how he was in Portland. You know, in Portland, that one playoff series they had, you know, Dame ended the series that similar to how he did uh, OKC with a, a walk-off mm-hmm. game winner, game mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. But in that Houston series, LaMarcus Aldridge was was giving Dwight Howard all type of problems in that right. series. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the mid-range going. He was cleaning up the paint. That series... Like, he had moments, right. but it never was all the way, like, how you expect it to be. Especially on a, a Spurs team where they he's, like, the, the only big man threat. And uh, right. the offense is kind of built around his spot, the power forward spot, because that's what Tim Duncan used to play. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at where, at that game seven, as the Spurs lose 90 to 86. I'm looking at where you got 19 points and eight rebounds and six assists from DeMar DeRozan, which is a DeMar DeRozan-type game. You know, we know DeMar DeRozan is not a three-point shooter. Just imagine if he could shoot, uh, give you at least three or four threes a game. It could be – you're talking about a, a, a different DeMar DeRozan because now he'd be a threat from – we know he's automatic from 15 feet and, and, and anything closer to the bucket. Now, if he could add a three-point shot to his game, you're talking about a different DeMar DeRozan now because he can kill you in different spots on the floor. I thought he played an okay game, but – we not just an okay game. We need to play successfully great. You talk about a a superstar in the league in the closeout game, give you nineteen. But you go like I said, you go Lamarcus Aldridge, sixteen to eleven. Come on, LA. You you what he make a hundred something million? You gonna give me sixteen to eleven in the game seven? Like you said, Marcus, <laughs> not putting your best foot forward, man. I mean look at look at Nikolai Jokic. He's not the fastest. He can't jump the highest. As you, as me and you was watching the game, texting each other back and forth, he's a pass-first big man. He won his offense straight passing, as you said. He had a triple-double. He had 21 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. That's your, that's your center getting that. Your center is willing to pass the ball, and he's playing on the glass, and he can shoot threes, and he got a floater, and he can hit free throws. You talk about for sure. A big man that could do it all. And what I like about his game, his teammates feed off him. Jamal Murray. As you go back, game was a game one. Brandon Malone called out. Jamal Murray said, hey, man, play some intensity. You're not playing like Jamal Murray in the regular season. And ever since Brandon Malone talk, told Jamal Murray that he been lights out. Yeah. Lights I mean, out. that... That floater to, to seal the game was just man, clutch. Man, it was crucial. It was clutch. All right. 23 points and five rebounds in the closeout game. 
This team hasn't won a game since 19, what did they say, 67 or 76? Something crazy like that? 1976? Okay, seven. Or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, no Carmelo Anthony's, no Matumbos, no Ralph LaFrance, throwback name, it's a nugget name right there, if you don't know who that is, look him up, play with okay. Paul Pierce in college. Uh, I mean, it been some good, Robert Pats, people who came through there play for a different organization. Lafonso Ellis, another nugget name out there. <laughs> right. These are these are throwback guy names who play for these teams. Tiki Vanderway. You know what I'm saying? I can keep going name. I can keep naming different nuggets greats who came to the Carmelo Anthony. These guys ain't won no game sevens. But this young nucleus team of the Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Nikolai Jokic. They won against, uh, against a Spurs team, too. Against a Spurs team, a Popovich team. This is two years in a row of first-round exit of the playoffs. Two years in a row. Two years in a row that grab Popovich team get bounced because there's no TP. There's no more Eurostep Ginobili. There's no more um, big fundamentals. Tim Duncan. No more Admiral. David Robinson. Those guys are gone who normally close out these games. No more. The general is not there. Avery Johnson. The sharpshooter, Sean Elliott. These guys are gone. So Popovich got to find some other way to get this team over the hump. Now, they had DeJounte Murray. They had DeJounte Murray, Matt. This might be, I would say Spurs and Spurs and six because he's more athletic. He can shoot, take out the dribble. He can do a little bit more right. than what Brian Forbes can do. You know, Brian Forbes, a little smaller stature guy, but he can still get a bucket. But it's not the same. You got that six, seven point guard out there who can get to the hole at will. But um, this different Nuggets team and the Portland Trailblazers do come on tonight. Now this is going to be an intriguing game because it's going to be the game. We, <laughs> to watch. we know Dame Mueller had to walk off three pointer and rock yep. Russell Westbrook and the OKC Thunder Nation to sleep. <laughs> Put him but, this is going to be a playoff. Playoff basketball is different just because in the, in the head-to-head matchups this season, the Denver Nuggets beat these guys three out of four times. So three of one is the series. Denver is winning this series in the regular season. Point margin only separated by like, like, like three and a half points. It's like 115, like 112. So Denver Nuggets. So Key guys when you step up for this young Nuggets team. Like I keep telling you, I told you you gotta watch up for Tory Craig because I said I won the segments. I said, look, this guy can this guy can play, man. This guy can play. Yeah. I see he, he can play. Feisty too. Yeah. Right. I was saying I won the seven. Look, because you know, I got the NBA leave pass, I take heed to all these guys. And you know, you gotta watch you gotta watch certain games. You know, everybody like to watch the big market teams. Watch some of these small market teams when you get a chance on NBA leave pass. You can't afford it. You got easy setup payments. Do about four or five payments or twenty nine ninety nine. If not, you can order your favorite team for one seventeen. When you watch these small market teams out there, man, it, they play fun basketball. The fans are around these teams. They 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 believe in these guys. Tory Craig was another one. Sure. Willie Bardo DeBenz is another person who got to step a little bit more too because I feel like he can give you more. Paul Millsap, he's flaky now. Is he going back to the Atlanta Hawks? Paul Millsap who will give you one good game out of a seven-game series. We need him to put together a full-game series of games of him scoring with more authority, not getting enough of Paul Millsap out there on that floor. Yeah, he's been hit or, like, I don't want to say hit or miss, but he's been playing similar to LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, like, in Atlanta, he had some big playoff moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he had like not so big playoff moments, like you said, uh, mm-hmm. but he was a little more consistent in in their playoff runs than he was in this first round series against the Spurs mm-hmm. thus far. But they're gonna I need gonna him because <laughs> he is like a he can be a potential mismatch for whoever Portland put out put out there on him. You know, unless they put mm-hmm. Kenner on him, but then who's then who's gonna guard Jokic? So right. it was like. Either way, he's gonna have a mismatch. Either depending on how Portland decides to guard uh, Jokic, he'll have a mismatch. He can have a field day potentially. <laughs> right. 
before I jump to the next series, the one thing I'm going to say, if Denver want to win this this series, you're going to agree with me with this. If Denver want to win this series, they cannot have no cold spells going on scoring droughts. They're, this has been their biggest part of their, in this season so far in these playoff series. Going in the fourth quarter, going on these cold droughts, can't score a, back it, a bucket within six minutes of playing quarter in the basketball game. So if they want to win this game, fourth quarters, they've been having fourth quarter issues of scoring. They got to get a basket. If you can't hit the three, go to the hole. Hit the 15-footer. I keep telling people this. Every time we do this same, I say the 15-footer is the lost art of the game. There's a couple of guys who give it to you consistently. The 15-footer. Kawhi Leonard is one of them guys. For a fact, and DeMar DeRozan, who another guy who always would hit the 15-footer. you got to be consistent yeah. out here if you can't hit the three. That's the key of the game. If you're going with game one, the Portland Trailblazers and then Denver Nuggets, who do you have in your game one? Not game one. And this is... I'm going with Portland, and with because Denver's had what like two days rest after coming mm-hmm. off a seven game series. Uh-huh. Portland got all that momentum, all that uh, that clout for the walk off buzzer beater that Dame hit. So they riding high and they rested. So they should win game game one for sure. If they don't win game one, this is going to be a different series than OKC for them. They can't get this game one. You know, with a team that's coming off a seven-game series, maybe two, what, two, three days rest, mm-hmm. and they basically had a week's worth of rest and all that time to game plan. There's it's no reason why Portland shouldn't, shouldn't win this first game. Now, I don't know if I'm going to pick them for the series, but they should win this first game. All right. Me, you know who I'm going with. I'm going with 5,280 feet above sea level. With that altitude up here in Denver, I'm taking Brandon Malone and the Denver Nuggets to win this game tonight by eight points. Nikolaj Jokic will be big tonight, 25 points, 13 rebounds, eight assists, going on with two blocks. The guy I'm looking forward to step up tonight is going to be Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap is going to give you 17 points and 11 boards tonight. I'm going with the Denver Nuggets to win this game tonight by eight points at home to start in Florida. Just, I just feel like them come off a crucial series playing the Spurs, figure some things out in a tweak. I think they can come alive. They're going to get a nice, a nice big game for Paul Millsap for sure. So, speaking of game, game ones. Got a couple of those in the books. Yep, yep, yep. The Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. I took what I tell y'all. Uh-oh, got a new name for Ben, for ben Simmons. Ben, no jumper, Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about, a tra- tra- we're going to call him not Magic Johnson. We're going to call him Tragic Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody keeps saying, why are you hating on Ben Simmons? Dude is a 6'10 point guard, first and foremost. Can't shoot a jumper. When you get close to the hole, he will lay the ball up. Nothing's wrong with that. But when he, when he see a, a defender like Kawhi Leonard on him, he, he turns back around and dish the ball off to someone else. That is not how you play basketball. He is petrified. He is horrified. He is terrified <laughs> of the claw. <laughs> I mean, he don't want no parts. It's like, hey, Ben, we should go to the store. And pick up this loaf of bread and this gallon of milk. But you got to go down this street right here. And he see all these bullies down there. He make a U-turn. He alter his route. He takes the longer rate to the store. His parents come back. What take you so long? No they smoke, take huh? you. Yeah, he don't want no smoke. They say it take you it take you five minutes to get to the store. It took you a whole 20 minutes? Yeah, I thought I was just cruising the neighborhood. That's the same way you see Kawhi Leonard. He's a Kawhi Leonard on defense. He gets to the hole. Kawhi Leonard pops out of nowhere. He turns around, alternates the whole office, 
throw the ball to it. Jimmy Butler, who's not a known as a three-point shooter, can't hit nothing. But you lucky to have guys like a J.J. Redden, Tobias Harris hit big shots for you. Ben Simmons, like I said, is horrified, petrified, terrified of Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard put on a display of how you play basketball. Jimmy Butler didn't want no smoke. Jimmy Butler did want to smoke at first on defense. He did. Playing against Until he realized he was getting smoked. He was getting smoked. Then Tobias Harris on him. Tobias Harris was like, man, I'm getting smoked. What do we do? They can't do nothing. You can't put Joel and Bede on him. Everything. Everything. I didn't want to say he threw the kitchen sink at him. Man, he threw the yacht at him. The barbecue grill. The reason I'm naming it is because these guys going fishing in three games. They going on vacay. <laughs> they can drink all the wine they want to when it's when it's said and done. And you know the guy we've been talking about in this series, Spicy P. Spicy P. He's like a superstar to make it. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, uh huh. Go ahead. That was it. First and foremost, Jerry Stackhouse was their coach for the Toronto 905ers up there in Toronto. He coached his guy to become there was a what a G League he was a G League MVP a couple of seasons ago. Gets called up for the Toronto Raptors. Go from the bench. Go not from the bench, go from nine in the rotation. Get into the rotation. Onto the bench. Get into the rotation to become a starter. And you, these two guys, Kawhi Leonard, Spicy P, Pasal Sakam, Siakam, sorry about that, that these guys outscored the Philadelphia 76ers in the first, like, 10 minutes of the basketball game. They scored, like, the first 21 points between them two. Now, if you can't stop them two, something's wrong. And the crazy thing is Kyle Lowry's not playing – that's a different regular season Kyle Lowry I can live with. But playoff Kyle Lowry? Man, man you got to be kidding me, man. Then you that guy's a joke, minutes. right? Right. <laughs> 30-something minutes, nine points, eight assists. When he came into the league, he was a bench player for the Memphis Grizzlies, even the Houston Rockets. Maybe you need to come up. The playoffs start. You need to come off the bench, huh? Hey, 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 we shifted. Hey, <laughs> Nick Nurse, you got the right last name. Nick Nurse. Sit him on the bench. Be a RN. Sit him on the bench for a minute. When he's not, when he misses first five shots, pulling. Pulling. I really see a Fred Van Vliet out there. Pulling. I know I can get more from him. Kyle Lowry's the type of guy, if his team is getting off, he want to be part of it. He don't feel to realize you are part of it. That's your team. If you ain't hitting, don't force no shots. Stop taking these wild threes. Get to the hole. Your game is predicated on getting to the hole first. Then you take your outside shots. He started outside first, then going inside. Doesn't work. Go inside. Put the front court. Of the Philadelphia 76ers in foul trouble. We not. I'm not seeing enough Kyle Lowry going to the basket. He's shooting a lot of 30 foot jumpers, which are three pointers. We don't need you shoot the 32 foot jumpers. Go inside first. When you break the defense, you want to be like Dame, right? You want to be like right. Dame and Steph. You know, <laughs> Kyle Lowry got to realize this ain't Villanova no more. You're not playing for the Wildcats. You're not playing for Coach Jay Wright. Right. You ain't, ain't in Philly. You ain't in Philly. Right. <laughs> me, me personally, drive inside, break the defense down, make the defense collapse, and get the easy bucket for your teammates. Everything else will open up for you because they already know if, if I collapse, get a double team, they can kill that paint. You, when I'm looking at um, Kyle Lowry, like I said, man, nine points, eight assists. Kyle Lowry give you 40. Man, Kyle Lowry give you 45 and 11. My goodness. I think he took like two three pointers, man. The one thing I like about his game, he said, "I'm not here to uh, to go for 50." He said, "I'm just putting my team in the best situation to win a ball game." He didn't say himself. He said, "My team collectively." Most guys get this podium and say, "You know, I scored 45. I thought I, did, I thought I did a good job." If you know that, they always say, 
They always say my and I or them. My bad. Me and I. Kawhi yeah, and always the team first. So, like I said, Pasal Siakam, 29.7 rebounds. Good win. But for the 76ers, Jimmy Butler gave you 10 points. Yeah, they going to have to go to him more. I mean, you use him more. Man, so this game, like I said, I, I thought Spicy P is like turned into a superstar. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a, a like deja vu. It's like we see, we see this from the Raptors every year. You know, uh, DeMar DeRozan and Player X go off, Kyle Lowry, no show. But this year, you know, they got the claw. And he out there intimidating them Sixers. Yes, they see him. Mm-hmm. They see him. I mean, everybody, not not only Ben Simmons, I seen Joel B do it one time. Like he he taking his uh the big man off the dribble from the uh the high block. He go down. Mm-hmm. Off the pin down. Qua- mm-hmm. Quiet show show. He just show for help defense. He throwing the ball way out like like somebody in the three point line. I'm like, what just go up over him? <laughs> like if y'all gonna win, you can't Every time you see Kawhi Leonard, you can't decide. You're going to throw it back out for a three because y'all ain't got that many three-point shooters. Like, y'all got two right. three-point shooters at most, like J.J. Redick and Tobias Harris, if you want to count him as a three-point shooter. Everybody else is, like, flaky. So y'all, y'all mm-hmm. whole game is at the hole. And if y'all are going to mm-hmm. be scared to go down there, like you said, three more games, you know, they'll be, you know, talking about how, you know, they got kicked out of the playoffs once again by a team they should have beat. When you look at this team, this team only goes as far as Joe B could take. This is my – I might sound like a 76ers hater to some people, but who cares? I'm just speaking facts, what I see. For a guy that's seven feet something tall, Joe B was seven foot one. He's, he looks 15, 20 pounds heavier. First and foremost, he's not a he's not a basketball shape. And he, uh, see what I'm I'm gonna see where I'm going. I'm, let me tell you where I'm going with this. This guy, Jordan B. Don't get me wrong. You supposed to have fun doing your job. Uh, comes out pregame warmups. Got the stretching table out on. He has the stretching table out on the main floor. Watching. Who knows? Yu-Gi-Oh! Dragon Ball. I think it's Dragon Ball Z. He's watching Dragon Ball Z, eating a chicken sandwich, getting a massage. I I was the rappers looking at that. I was like, this guy, Joe B, is a joke. That's how I feel. He's a joke. He has has the potential. He's a joke. You're telling me, leader of my team, we are in playoff basketball. You watching season nine? A Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> you're not you're not watching no film on to how we how we lose play how did we lose again? How how should we close on the game on this Raptors team? You should be watching episode three of the NBA regular season to see how can we beat this team. Because the only way y'all beat this team was Kawhi Leonard wasn't in the lineup. That's the only time they beat him. When Kawhi was not in the lineup, he get Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard versus the Toronto Raptors like thirteen and zero. Right versus the Seventy Sixers. That just show you the disrespect. That just show you like Kawhi seen them on the schedule. Was like, yeah, I don't need to play them. I kill them every time. Like we, right. <laughs> I can miss the whole play season series with them. We still go get them. <laughs> People must have forgot that this this Kawhi Leonard won the Finals MVP. Just the Miami Heat, that that big three they had: LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. Marcus, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my father. I was there in Miami on vacation. I was at Hooters. Yes, out of all places. Hooters with the family, family and some friends. Eating wings, having a good time. People in Miami are not real fans. I said, y'all going to watch the game? They told me, no, we know we got this on line. We about to win this. We don't worry, we don't worry, we're not worried about the Miami Heat. They said, who you got? I'm talking to the hostess. I said, I don't want to tell them. I said, oh, I hope it's a good basketball game. 
But deep down inside, I don't knew a lie. Before I came into that establishment, I took my Spurs hat off, which is also signed by Danny Green, by the way. So I take the hat off, I put it under my seat. I said, I hope it was a good basketball game. Before When that game ended, when they was down, that Hooters place cleared out so fast at 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> we thought they was going out of the in Miami? Seven in, in, in Miami? That's early. Early. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard sent them home early. <laughs> and people forget that Kawhi Leonard has an NBA championship ring to Spurs, and he's a finals MVP. What he's doing right oh, now... He's trying to build the, that trophy case. He's about to build that trophy case. What he's doing right now to the 76ers... The 76ers ain't got no answers with Kawhi Leonard. That's why he's the claw, man. He's about to guard still out the playoffs, man. They don't have an answer. Like I said... Their leader watched Dragon Ball Z season nine, episode four. You got Ben No Jumper Simmons. Who can't buy a basket? Who can't hit a jumper? That's how you're gonna lose. You stop if you stop Ben Simmons, this team is mediocre. JJ Reddit, rough him up a little bit. He don't want to be touched. He get he got elbow a little bit, but he ran to the elbow. Danny Green, see a little blood. He might get gonna go up in the referee face like he's gonna do something. Like, dude, you're not gonna do anything. The bus stop here for the 76ers. There's no AI coming through that door. There's no Matombo. There's no Rajah Bell leading out to the finals. No George Lynch. No Todd McCullough. I keep naming. No Matt Geiger. No Eric Snow. He's I mean, no, no right. The bus stop here until Jonah Beach in the game a little bit more serious and stop Kiki and Ha Ha at the podium and Jimmy Butler. They got to put a laugh at the podiums. Like they have won some championships. The only thing yeah. they've been winning so only thing they've been winning is either first round or second round exits out the playoffs. All right. I don't know how they, you know, get the nip on. Like, last time I checked, neither one of them has made it to a, a Eastern Conference Finals that I'm aware of. Like, I, I'm trying to think of, did Jimmy Butler make it to the East, Eastern Conference Finals with Chicago? I think they stopped going by the time he uh, he got there, but I'm not sure. So, yeah. let alone championships, they ain't even made it to a, a Conference Finals. <laughs> and I thought James James had a good game. Gave you 14 points. But... If the Senators want to win, I'm telling you who, who, who was a key defensive stopper out there, but that, but Brett Brown ain't using him. Jonathan Simmons, why? Well, some of these coaches not using some of their best defender players deep in these playoffs. Jonathan Simmons. Man, I would put him before Ennis. Like, that's why right. I'm on the same boat. I'm trying to figure out why he ain't playing as much. I mean, with the Spurs, uh, that one, wasn't he on that championship team? Uh, the one we were just speaking about with Kawhi. Got the MVP. I swear he played on that. On that team. No, he if wasn't not, there. He wasn't. He was, there, a, he was a, there the year after, right. and he had a, a like. He came in on the playoffs, and everybody was like, "Who is this guy, Jonathan Simmons? Where he come from? We'll probably find yet another guy." Right. And, like and last year in the playoffs. playoffs. Right. Like last yeah, year in the playoffs when he was playing against the um, was it the Warriors when Kawhi got hurt? Right. Yeah. Ask you had a good. Playoff game. I mean, year before last, brother. I'm sorry, year before last. So that's what I'm looking at. Like, can I see more Jonathan Simmons? I'm not worried about James Ennis. James Ennis is getting crossed every time you look at. It. He's on skates. What's that game called? Uh, Streets and Race. He's out there on skates like them. He's on skates. <laughs> He's on skates. He can't stay on two, above his feet. Every time you look up, he doing a nay nay and he whip it to the ground like. No way, Nene. He thought he was catching He's a break. defense, five footed. Yeah. Like Karis Lavergo, I'm out to be. I'm out to be good. <laughs> nope. Not today. <laughs> nope. Uh, right. So I got, like I said, I'm going with the Raptors, man. I told you, I said Raptors in five. Man, this. I was just being generous. I didn't know them come out like this. This might be a clean Hoover vacuum cleaner sweep. <laughs> yeah, I said rap, uh, Raptors in six, but I'm going to stay six. If tonight don't go well, 
I'm gonna drop it down to five. But I think the the Sixers can win their games at home. If they don't, if they don't win no other games, they gonna win them two games at home. I, I, oh. I'm counting on them to do that. So at least make it interesting. Uh-huh. No, we get a game. Ben Simmons find a jumper. I don't know. I don't no, know. Ben, no jumper. Simmons, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, French Montana say, no stylist. Ben Simmons, no jumper. Like, seriously, game one, Milwaukee Bucks, Boston Celtics. I'm gonna let you have this one, Mark, man. Coach your boy Giannis. Oh man. Man, he got game plan for like super duper. I mean, I don't know what uh Brad Stevens was over there doing. He went to the lab, went to the chemistry lab, came back like, uh, yeah, we're gonna stop Giannis. We gonna stop Giannis. Every time he exactly. went to the off the spin move, double team. Oh, one on one, Al Horford, grown man in him. Pinning his stuff, like he put his, he smacked one of his balls so hard on the ground. <laughs> to the I, I swear, ball almost hit the uh, the teletron at the top. Like, dang, he was frustrated out there. And then Uncle Drew, no, no, no answer for Uncle Drew. I mean, just textbook footwork, spin, spin away, spade backs, you name it. He was doing it easy every time they, every time the Bucks, you know, thought they was on a run. Middleton hit some threes. Elia Sova hit some threes. Then Kyrie, oh, we they catching up. Let me go out here and hit a couple threes. <laughs> like, it was not right. easy for them. Like, Man. I didn't see no shot in the, in the Boston Celtics' face at all. Like, they just was ready for everything. All right. I'm back you up on this one. Giannis, I'm Zakumbo. You do a 7 for 21, dog. You don't even have a jumper. How do you go 7 for 21? <laughs> and ninety percent of your shots is inside. I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you two players of the opposing team. How they stopped them? Al Horford had twenty points and eleven rebounds. What well, Al Horford is giving you the dub, dub, double nickel or double W as we call it, the double double. You losing, especially if you scoring more than twenty. You got twenty points, eleven boards. And he played defense. The next person, Jalen Brown, 19 points. He was on Giannis most of the game. Most of the game, he was on Giannis. Third of all, Milwaukee, be careful. I mean, there ain't going to be too many games you see Jason Tatum on her scoring four points. He had four points, Marcus. He was not existent. I didn't even know Jason Tatum. Right. I didn't even know he played for the Boston Celtics. I just know he was out there. I'm like, oh, Jason Taylor only got four points just watching the game. I'm, I'm waiting for a basket. But when you got Jalen Brown giving you 19 points, then you got Terry Scary Rozier giving you 11 points, nine assists, which I think Terry Rozier, to me, I've been telling people for, for the last couple of years, Terry Rozier is a better fit for, for the Boston Celtics off the bench for Kyrie. I'm not a Marcus Smart fan, but I respect his defense. Listen to what I'm saying, people. I am not a Marcus Smart fan, but I respect his defense. Terry Rozier gives you defense and offense. That makes him more of a qualified player at that position because I feel to, to me, some Boston fans or some NBA fans may feel like Marcus Smart got overpaid for a person who cannot score. He's an offensive reliability. He's going to play defense. But yep. I feel like Terry Rozier give you all of that. Just because he can play up to two positions. He's a valuable piece. He can take you off the that. dribble. He can take you off the dribble. He can hit the shots. He's going to show up. Right. Gordon Hayward. 13 points, 4 rebounds, and 5 assists off the bench. That's good. You... You got Gordon Hayward going, Jalen Brown going, and you got Al Hofer going. You got those three going, it's a wrap for you. Jason Tatum will score four points again. If, if those three guys I just named from, from Rozier, Hayward, and Howard, I mean, my bad, and Jalen Brown, if them guys can get treated like that, it's a wrap. People don't feel to realize Milwaukee, their best three-point shooter is out. Michael he's Brogdon. out. He's either going to be out for day's game two. Yeah, so he's, he's out for game two. And game three is supposed to be a decision. 
we're going to see what Johnson Lacumbo and this team are going to do. Because clearly, Kyrie Irving had 26 points and 7 rebounds and 11 assists. And you know the sad part about it, Marcus? His jersey didn't even come on tuck yesterday. I was waiting for the jersey to come tuck. I said, okay. It didn't get that superhero, right, I'm like, superhero Kyrie jersey is about to be untucked. That's what I was waiting for, Marcus. It did. It, it ain't never got that serious. It's like uh, he was like Superman. He never brought out the cape. He just stayed Clark Kent the whole game. <laughs> like Clark Kent can beat these guys. <laughs> no need. The way I was looking at it too with Kyrie Irving, he had um, you see this? You see this? His, his knee pass again. That's like he. Yeah. He looks very lighter. The legs look healthy. You can tell he's a little bit healthy because the ball, the ball moving, the dribbling. This is getting more fancier and fancier each game in each quarter. Probably the toughest guard in the league because people cannot stay in front of him and he got that ball on the handle like that. Style. Style. You look at Chris Middleton, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Still not enough. Jonathan Akumo got 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 for 21. That's not a Giannis type game. We talk about MVP type players. Right now, the players putting up bad numbers, shooting wise. Brooke Lopez played twenty five minutes, gave you three points. Sterling Brown gave you twenty two minutes with three points. So people like, who is Sterling Brown? Sterling Brown got inserted to the lineup and didn't give you anything. Zada, zilch, nothing. Zippo. You said you could have did a, a little bit better than that. Right, anytime, and we had Jason Tatum with four points. But like I said, Jalen Brown, man, Jalen Brown to me is the probably the, one of the most unappreciated players on the Boston Celtics rosters because he can play the three positions, he can defend, and he can score. It's just a matter of how they use him if they if they uh, want to win in this round because they got the potential to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. If not, they have championship pedigree team too as well. They just get left out. Just because of all the the hoopla and drama surrounding Kyrie Irving. Is he staying or is he going? Boston fans just appreciate Kyrie Irving while you have him. The media appreciate him while you have him. If he wins the championship and leaves, so be it. You move on to the next one. But you got somebody, only one person come up. You got Chris, I mean, not Chris Middleton. You got uh, Nikolai Materovich, 13 points on bench, the only person in double figures. You're not going to win like that. You're not going to win like that. Bud Hoser, quiet as kept. You know, every time he went coach of the year, I think it's the second one. Either they lose in the <laughs> second round or they lose in the third round, the Eastern Conference Finals. So you, just that you guys know, every time he went coach of the year, that team never going on to the next round. It's right. just facts. I'm just speaking facts. The finals is not in that future for that team. Right. <laughs> if exactly. he went coach of the year. Because this, his, this team is just built like the Atlanta Hawks. All offensive power, but cannot get nothing from their bench. Tomato, tomato. Right. Then until you lose, easy. You get out rebound on the defensive end. Boston had forty eight. These guys had thirty seven. This team normally win defensive rebound battles. The Milwaukee Bucks. They didn't go out there. Another key situation they lost in blocks. This team normally lead their opponents in blocks in games. Milwaukee had two. Boston had eleven. Field goal percentage. Boston shot lights out. 54%. Milwaukee, 34 You're not going to win like that. You're not. Boston, if they can come out and duplicate this game like they did, they can easily be up 4-0. They might win. They can easily probably halt this series. But I do feel like Milwaukee can squeeze a couple of games out. I'm still sticking with Milwaukee in six. I still get. I still think they had the tools to do what it takes to win this series. The game I've been itching and scratching for, I want to talk about, Marcus. The Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. As I was at work, I recorded the game. Came home and watched it. This is a good game. But, can I, can I say this, Marcus? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we have a donut guy. Oh, no. We have no. a donut guy. Yes. 39 minutes from PJ. I got all the shoes, Tucker. <laughs> I t- I've been seeing this for PJ Tucker for the last 
four seasons doing podcasts and doing my stuff on the YouTube channel. PJ, I got all the shoes tucking. His shoes shows up to the game, but his points doesn't. It doesn't add up, folks. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. PJ, I got all the shoes tuckered. He had on the trophy room five Jordans and put up zero points. You can't have no no trophy Jordans on with zero points in 39 minutes. Somebody said, Dante, what type of donut was that? I said, uh, it wasn't glazed. (laughs) It wasn't glazed. It wasn't glazed. That was a donut. That wasn't even cooked yet. I mean, it wasn't that donut was. Uh, he probably he played thirty nine minutes, Marcus. That was donut, wrong. it was wrong. Thank you, Stone no. Torch, right, my boy. It was wrong. It was dope. <laughs> he didn't even, he didn't even take the turn, Golden Brown. <laughs> it was the oh, same color man. as his shoe. Clear. <laughs> I mean, come on, PJ. He Just had a couple who, opportunities to at least get three. He had two clean, wide open looks in that, uh, that, sh- that short corner. He didn't even shoot. He didn't even attempt. He didn't even attempt to shoot. Right. PJ, I got all the shoes, Tucker. 39 minutes, zero points. Eric Gordon gave you 27 points. He was 10 for 19. Clint Capella. Come on, Clint. What's up with these guys in the NBA with these blind streets? Him and then the shooter. Got these blind streets, and they go streak lists. Can't even put a bucket <laughs> in the cup. Nope. I mean, come on, man. What's more golden, that trophy or that streak in their hair? Because I am trying to find out. This guy is another seven-footer, four points, six rebounds, and give you 25-plus minutes. If, if, like I'm telling people this, if Clint Capella give you 10 points, and 11 rebounds, you winning this game easy. Easy. think they walk away with it. They walk away with the game. Another way they can win this game. When you got Chris Paul to give you four assists, and he normally give you 10, I mean, 9 to 10 assists, and that winds up the win, I tell people, when Chris Paul give you anything under five assists, it normally turns into an L. Does that mean he's being more of a scorer than a passer? He's as a pass first guy, then he scores second. He does so much because he's detective on the on the defensive end on the floor. James Harden gave you 35 points. He was 9 for 28 shooting. Like I said, man, your MVP candidates, man, leaving that back door open, that all the fresh air in. Can't hit nothing. He was 4 for 16 from the three-point line. That was terrible. He shooting 25%. He was 13 for 14 from the free throw line. There's a couple of questionable calls. I agree with one of them, but the second one I don't agree with. The first one, Clay Thompson, did foul him, but I don't feel like Draymond Green fouled him on the second one. I feel like you do have to give the shooter some space to come down. But when you got guys barreling into you on shots, we know what James Harden going to do. He's shooting threes, fadeaway threes. He don't shoot fadeaway threes. He shoots threes hand on He's going to fade away threes, and he's not going to get that call, especially not in that time, not in that particular time of the game. You're not going to get that. And by him, somebody want to get a fair chance of get a call. Like, dude, you get all the calls. You went 13 for 14 from the free throw line. What you mean? Get your fair chance of the calls from the free throw line. We know you're playing the Golden State. We know you're playing at the Oracle. But when you're in the other team's arena in the house, they got the momentum going. They're going to benefit from the cause. You should know this. You are a 10-year or 9-year veteran in the NBA. You know what certain house rules you're going to get coming into these arenas. I just feel like James Harden is doing a little bit too much. I feel like they should have got up more. With my jumper and them guys. I mean, tell your house, Junior, didn't give you anything. (laughs) I mean... So, <clears throat> the Houston Rockets, their mm-hmm. whole game is three and get fouled. Three and get right. fouled. So, when that stuff didn't look like it was going to work yesterday, mm-hmm. I saw uh, people on Twitter, I saw fans get real annoyed saying uh, the rest was, you know, cheating. I'm like, how, mm-hmm. 
they and they out here WWE in it. How you gonna get them files for WWE calls? Like they should just play ball. And, and while that was going on, KD just steady cooking, steady stewing, putting stuff in the pot. He's like, "Oh, we ain't got mm-hmm. Chef Curry. I'm, I'm gonna take over the chef duties," and he starts mm-hmm. doing what KD do, and they have an answer for him. Like, and then at the end, it. things got real dicey. And, you know, Ooh. Mm-hmm. they had Nene out there. He should, my opinion, he should not have been out there. Uh, and <laughs> like you said, Showboat Steph Curry came out and hit hit the dagger on. Him. Listen to this, Mark. This team, talking about they want to get their fair share of calls. The Houston Rockets. I had to get loud on this one. These dudes went 14 for 47 for three-pointers. You took 47 three-pointers and thought you got the audacity to ask for a foul call towards the end in the heat of the moment? The, the Golden State Warriors gave you plenty of chances to win this game. Y'all ain't even tied the game of a 68 apiece at one point in time. The game was even tied up an 89 apiece, 92 apiece. Y'all kept taking threes and the driving to the hole when the team was in the penalty when they hit 96 points. I don't get it. You had to go to State Warriors in the penalty, but y'all was driving and kicking for three-pointers. You know what I'm saying, Marcus? Every time, know, that's what they did. That's what they did. Look, you 100% correct. Look, you know what I'm about to say? You know what I'm about to say. You live by the three. You die, die, by, the die three. by the three. And that's what Houston did. You know, when you out there, you at the cup, and you dropping for it. So you drop up the high percentage shots, you got a better chance of making. And you pass the ball outside for the low percentage shots. Come on, man. You deserve to lose. Come on. Come on. Chris Paul get ejected, trying to i seen Clay Thompson had a little foot out there trying to trip him out of bounds. Only reason why Chris Paul got ejected, because he ran up and touched the referee. Clay touched the referee, CP. Come on, man. That's, a, that's what I would say. That is the sucker way out the game. You're not going to blame me for this. I'm going to put this in James Harden again. That is the sucker way out. I'm going to get ejected, give us, and we give him them three points, a technical foul. The shot and the and get the ball back because you was out of bounds, so you gave them an extra four points. Cause that hit that three, the game over. You Chris Paul lost that game. He gave the Warriors an extra possession. And that's facts, folks. That's just facts. This is facts. You can't play basketball like that. And James Harden still crying. I'll give my fear shot. Man, you know what a fear shot is? Y'all went 14 from 47 from the three-point line. Mike D'Antoni didn't change anything up. If you didn't get enough of Clint Capella, you could at least put Nene out there. At least Nene could, could move around and give you a little, probably eight points. Just something different. Switch it up. I need to see, some, I need to see more Gerald Green, too. I need to see enough of Gerald Green so far in these playoffs. Yeah, like I was saying, uh, KD, 35 points, he can give you 14. He's not the same Iguodala of the past, who's going to rip off points like he does in previous years. And this Houston Rockets team is a younger team. Like I said, this you're not going to get 25 to 30 points from a Golden State Warriors bench every game in these playoffs, especially in getting deeper. They're starting five. I'm going to say they're starting four from KD, Steph, Draymond, and Clay Thompson. These guys are playing valuable minutes at 38 to 40 minutes a game. Would, the, would these minutes eventually catch up with these players, Marcus, going forward? I think so. I don't think I can continue to do that. As I'm, when you're looking at Draymond Green, he gave you 14 points and nine rebounds, nine assists. That's great because that's what you want him to do. 
because he can get a triple-double. But the thing is, you can't let Draymond give you 14. That's too many points for him because he's not a reliable scorer. But when he gets a bucket, he gets buckets. And he's going to let you know when he gets a bucket. He's going to scream, he's going to yell. He's going to be at you. Draymond's type of player, if you talk trash to him first, he's going to talk trash to you. Because there's been games I have watched him play, and people talk trash to him. He would say something. I watch games where people don't say nothing to Draymond Green. He don't say anything. And people always get the misconception and the notion of Draymond Green is being an instigator. No, he's not. Just watch what he do. Watch the, t- watch the players on the opposing team talk trash to him. When you talk trash to him, you wake the whole Warriors fan base up in that arena, especially the whole team. The team feeds off Draymond Green's energy. First and foremost, I mean, that's true. I mean, because he did so much for that team that goes underrated. Right. You know, like, he's he out there getting assists. He out there getting rebounds. He's playing defense. Uh-huh. He's running the offense. So when uh-huh. he's clicking, they feed off of him. When he's not, I too. they looking for something. They're looking. See, people, some people like Draymond Green because he's a loud mouth. I, I look at Draymond Green from the, he has a basketball mind. He has a high IQ. He has the next for the game. He understands the game. That's why Tom, Tom is always said Draymond Green is a gym. He understands the game. He does a lot for his team. It's the little things that go unnoticed. He calls you out. A lot of guys don't call players out in the new age of basketball. Because the newer these new guys are soft. They feel like you calling me out. You trying to you trying to show you trying to show me up. It's not that. He's trying to bring that dog out in you. He know the dog is in you. But you can't be in a you can't be in a, in a game with a bunch of with a bunch of pit bulls and your poodle is your leader of your team. That ain't gonna happen. Right. Right. That ain't gonna happen. Draymond Green know you got that dog in you. That's why you're in the NBA. All these players got the dog in them. It's up to that guy in the team. I mean, I know he can do it, man. He he made it to the league for a reason. You, when you make it to these professional levels of being a professional athlete, male and female, you got that dog in you. It's up to the player next to you. Say, man, this guy ain't getting off. She ain't getting off. I'm going to pound on your chest. What's going on? I need you. We win together. We lose together. Let's get it. Let's get this money. All right, come on. That's what Draymond Green brings to the table. He brings that dog out of it. He can tell you, keep shooting. We got you. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. Clay Thompson, like I said, Clay Thompson had no good shoot night. He had 13 points. Steph Curry had a good shoot night. Steph Curry's 3 for 10 for the three-point line with 18 points. But he always hit that key shot, and he's going to showboat on you when he hit it. Because when this game, when the game is tight, one thing I know about the Golden State Warriors, they panic a lot. A lot of people don't notice that. They go in panic mode. I don't care how many championships they've been in, how many rings they won. When a team, when the when games get so, so close to certain teams, a lot of teams shrink up, and sometimes they 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 seize the moment for most of the part. But this team, some this team is not the same team as the past, Marcus. This team yeah, is beatable. So. They don't trust the bench. Never had a bench for that, for now for the last two seasons now. All their money is tied up in the Hampton Four. Well, they got the Hampton Five. Right. The Hampton Five now starting because Iggy out there, right. so you got the Hampton Five. So. If they want to win, I mean, KD got to keep scoring thirty plus. And you know, and you know, Steph, you know, he's a good guy. He's a hell of a shooter, but he he showboats when he takes the lead. This guy gets he, this. He's getting carried. I never seen a superstar on a team who has not yet won the Finals MVP. This guy is getting carried. Care what nobody say. So what, Dante? You were a hater. Tay Wiz, you were a hater. Oh well, I'm a hater. I'm just, I'm just speaking the truth. Steph Curry's getting carried by the Golden State Warriors. He's getting carried by uh, Andre Iguodala bails him out. A Draymond Green bails him out. Kevin Durant bails him out. But before I go there and say this, people want to say he he won a, he won a <laughs> ring without KD. But at the same time, Clay has bailed him out before. Iggy did it before. And now Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has won two final MVPs there. And Iggy won one. Right. Steph Curry has not held that trophy up at the end of the year. 
Right. So you can't, as me, as a competitor that I am, if I was a superstar of the team, I would be livid because I have not yet to get a finals MVP. Yeah, you can be fine with the rings, but at the end of the day, that's your team. You want that MVP. Okay, I, Iggy got it, but I don't, I don't agree that Iggy should have got it. That year he got it, it should have been Steph's award. First and foremost, Steph should have got it. But this guy is literally being carried by Kevin Durant. If you take Kevin Durant off the Golden State Warriors right now, right now, this team of the Golden State Warriors will not be winning. Period. Take away all the good games that KD has from the 50s and the 30 points. You take away some of his points, you talk about this team easily losing about 17, 18 points per game in the playoffs. Right. I mean, they, they got figured out. That year, the Cavs won. In the 2016 finals, the Cavs figured them out. Uh-huh. And they was going to expose them some more in the 2017 finals. But like KD came and saved the day in so many ways for them. Not only for the series, but just for their legacy as a team. Uh-huh. Like, if he don't come, like, all these accolades that they racked up, they never get. Right. And Looking at this team going forward, this team will have some issues. Just imagine playing the Boston Celtics or the Raptors. Well, I'm going to say Boston Celtics. I think the Boston Celtics probably got the, the little bit better matchup because they get a little bit more on offensive and defensive end because of the type of players they have, and they got low-key scores. The Raptors don't have that many scores that can go off. They only can rely on, right now on two people, Pasal Siakam and Kawhi Leonard. That's not enough to beat a Warriors team. But if you look at this at, at that Celtics team, Gordon Hayward, come, Gordon Hayward come off the bench and give you 20. Terry Rozier can give you 15, right? Right, right. You got Jalen Brown come off the bench and give you, give you 15. Kyrie can give you 30. We know Kyrie can get 30 on Steph. We witnessed it. He can give you 30. Al Horford can dominate the paint. If Al Horford, Al, if they want to win the championship, Al Horford is going to give you a double-double. He got to give you 12 points, 12 rebounds. Jason Taylor would be the, would be the X factor of them going forward because Draymond Green can't go all these guys. And so can uh, K- KD. All you got to do is push. The one thing, the way they beat the Golden State Warriors, do not play fast-paced basketball. That's what the Houston Rockets is messing up at. You get to lead up by 10, 15 points, you slow the game down. That's what the Cavaliers did to the Golden State Warriors in 2016 when they won the NBA championship. They ran their offense, they took leads, and they slowed the game down. I mean, slow if you do that run and gun, that's, that's playing into the Warriors' hands. Yeah, because you shoot them long threes, that leads that leads to long rebounds from the Golden State Warriors. And they capitalize. They want to. They probably is the best team in the league of long rebounds, and they cash them out for threes. Your long three becomes a a three pointer for them because they cash them out. Get the lead up by ten and fifteen. Get your lead up to like ten points. Slow the game down. Run your offense. Make them play defense. They don't want to play defense. They want to make you shoot these crazy shots and run down court. They are a play. They are a playground basketball team. Running gun. They shoot like the general was on fire. So, true, true. That's what I'm looking at. So, who you got next game? You think the Warriors squeak out another one, or you think Houston? For what James Harden said about the referees, I know this is going to be on James Harden. He said he's not getting a fair shot. Like I said, you saw they took 47 threes. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Warriors. Okay. Okay. I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, pick them as well. So okay. I'm gonna go. The, the Warriors won by four points. I I got. I'm gonna have the Warriors win by twelve. Oh, you think they up in it even more? Yeah. I'm, like I said, Curry not gonna have no bag another bad game like that shooting night. So is Clay. They Clay had thirteen and Steph had eighteen. <laughs> Both of them guys <laughs> going for twenty or better. And Draymond Green gonna give you eight points and probably eight point seven rebounds and seven assists. KD gonna be gonna give you twenty seven. Those Clay and Steph are gonna give you twenty, give you twenty plus. They're not gonna have no bad shooting night. I guarantee you that. Steph Curry, first quarter, Steph Curry hit the first three pointers. The first three. I didn't say the first three pointer. The first three three pointers. Watch. <laughs> Just watch. Just watch. 
if that happened, we're going to have to give you the, the Houdini, the, not the Houdini, the Nostradamus hat. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm going with. I got the Warriors winning by 12, and Steph's going to have a big night. That's it, folks. After I was live from the Man Cave, I'm Tay Wicks. This is Mark Sane. We out of here. Peace. Yay! Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace.